When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Lose the game on purpose. I think that would be a hard one. Lovey Smith is out as head coach of the Texans. Green Bay, that's the season, boys and girls. Just need some time to figure out what's best. Today's guests, two-time Super Bowl champion and Greenlight podcast host, Chris Long. Michigan running back, Blake Corum. Plus, your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Well, hey everybody, welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show here on a very busy Monday in rainy Los Angeles, California. Yes, Georgia Bulldog fans, yes, TCU Horn Frog fans who are here in Los Angeles, California for a national championship game just up the road from us. Uh, it's going to be a very wet way to get into the stadium. But guess what? It's a national championship game tonight here in Los Angeles, California. What a day it is in the world of sports where you've got um, 14 NFL teams out of the 32 feeling good because their seasons are still going on. And then you've got the rest of the National Football League teams, 28 of them, or 18 of them. Pardon me. I'm terrible at math. Uh, You've got uh, the, the rest of the league. Um, figuring out uh, what wh- what do we do from here? <laughs> where, 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 where do we go from here? And a handful of them saying, "I know what we're going to do. We're going to fire our coach if we already haven't." <laughs> and that's what today is, yeah. um, where you, you got some um, impetuous National Football League team owners, and you've got a, a bunch of other teams getting ready to play playoff games. And you got two teams, Philadelphia, and you've got. The Kansas City Chiefs sitting at home saying, we'll see everybody a couple weeks from now. And the playoff field is set. Chiefs and Eagles are the one seeds, both 14 and 3. The Buffalo Bills sitting there as the two seed. Bengals, three. Jaguars, four. Chargers, five. Ravens, six. Dolphins, seven. The Dolphins get that seven seed. And then you've got the Seahawks sneaking in at the seven seed, taking on the 49ers for the third time in a wild card weekend, Giants, Vikings, Cowboys, Bucks, Eagles, the one seed. We'll talk about that throughout this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. So let's start off with this being the Monday after a regular season. And that means coaches who are rumored to be fired sometimes see that there is fire behind that smoke. And Lovey Smith of the Houston Texans becomes the Lovey. second one and done Texans head coach. See you later. David Culley out. Lovey in. Lovey out. Who knows in? Who wants that job? <laughs> when your three, five-year plan that you put in a PowerPoint suddenly is a uh, 12-month plan. One year. That's all you get. That's it. I'm good. <laughs> one and done and then one and done. And then sometimes in the NFL – doesn't matter if you've got a five-year contract extension. <laughs> Moments ago, before we come on the air, the Arizona Cardinals, Michael Bidwell 
had a meeting with Cliff Kingsbury and asked him, fired the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals uh, after a 4-13 and season. A 4-13 and season. You knew the sledding would be tough coming into this year with a six-game suspension of their best offensive weapon, not named Kyler Murray. That's DeAndre Hopkins. And Kyler Murray's contract this offseason was such a drama. But part of that drama was, guess what? The head coach and the general manager aren't going anywhere. Michael Bidwell gave Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime contract extensions at the Combine when the story was all about Kyler Murray no longer potentially being with the team because he wanted a new contract. They gave Murray a new contract. They gave Kingsbury a new contract. They gave Steve Kime a new contract. The general manager has stepped away due to personal medical reasons. The quarterback was injured during the season, came back, and then got injured and blew out his knee that got surgically repaired just last week. And Cliff Kingsbury has now been fired with four years left on his contract. So I guess that report that the league office handed out to all the members just a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. in the fall league meeting about how all the dead money being paid to coaches and general managers and front office staff is costing teams a lot of money and be careful or just uh, don't come at us if you're saying the revenue is not enough. I guess Bidwell just took that and said, thank you for that report. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> and fired Cliff Kingsbury. 4-13 and 13 this year, 11-6 and six last year, his best record by far. They got eviscerated just up the road where the national championship game is going to be played by the eventual Super Bowl winning Rams 8-8 eight and 5-10-1, eight and, and, and that's it. So who wants this gig? Who wants to come to Arizona? Great spot. Awesome stadium. Saw it last week. And I'm going to see it for the Fiesta Bowl. And I'm going to see it in a couple of weeks for the Super Bowl. You're getting real familiar with it. I am. It's a nice stadium, though. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's a great <laughs> facility. Great area to live in. Who wants that gig with Kyler Murray coming off of an ACL? And let's just straight up be honest. Anybody who covers this league, all you hear with all due respect is exactly what Patrick Peterson said on his podcast. Exactly. Peterson. About the quarterback and that locker room. That's all you hear. And is there fire behind that smoke? Well, a coach is going to have to find that one out. Just a quick question. Before I take this job, does it come with Cliff's house? Because yeah, um, I'll go with Brockman. Uh, I'll play you know, uh, with, with just thinking about it, yeah. I, 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 you know, um, <laughs> it might be available. Okay. You know, it would depend might if be you a have a sale sign not, in front right? of it. Yeah. But in, in all yeah. honesty, you know, when coaches get axed, at least Cliff doesn't have like a, a, a spouse and kids yeah, that you yeah, have yeah. to uproot. I yeah. mean, this is some serious stuff when He's these guys guy, get yeah, fired, of course, of course. and 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 the the Cardinals are going to have to pay out all this money. And this is apparently a team that, that, that signed Kyler late because they wanted the TV revenue checks to come in. This has not done something just willy-nilly. They've they got to go ahead and, and make this change in their mind. And so somebody's 
going to have to be hooked up with Kyler Murray in a way to make him successful because he's not going anywhere in the same way that whoever's the next head coach in the Denver Broncos is going to have to make Russell Wilson better because he's not going anywhere too. And that's a note to everybody who had the knives out for him all year long. Because you hear the same thing sometimes out of that locker room that there's a reason why he's not getting picked up off the turf by his offensive lineman a couple weeks ago. But the Broncos finished strong. You know, going into Kansas City and giving the Chiefs all they could handle and then beating the Chargers who played all their starters. And we'll get to that shortly. So who do the Cardinals get? I will throw out a name. I don't know at all if this is possible. I have no idea. I'm just going to throw out a name. If you are, because if you're shooting your shot and you're Mike Bidwell and you are saying, all right, I'm just going to go ahead and fire my coach with four years left on a contract and eat all that money. You might as well just throw more cash on top of it. And I know Sean Payton's name gets thrown out there. My first phone call, if I need to fix Kyler Murray and I need somebody who Kyler respects and loves and already has it, I am calling downtown Los Angeles with a 213 number and I am calling up the athletic director of USC and saying, can I speak to Lincoln Riley? Oh, wow. Whoa. That is not where I thought you were going. That is the first name I would think of. I have no idea. Oof. If I'm Lincoln Riley, I don't move from here. I love living here. And yeah, not with one more year. And you are already there, and you are here, and you are locked, and you are loaded with Caleb Williams, and you could just keep on churning out Heisman Trophy winners like you do professionally. But if he ever thought about the NFL, if he's ever even sniffed a thought about the NFL, do you want a piece of Kyler Murray again? First guy I would call. Hmm. And then if the answer is a quick no, then uh, then you call Sean Payton, who is a red-hot candidate right now. And I don't know if that – I mean, if he wants golf and he wants to be living near Southern California, it's a pretty damn quick flight. Unless Sean McVay does leave, which is the rumor you're hearing. That was a hot report. And, you know, and it's been a tough year for Sean McVay, clearly. And if he wants to be out of coaching – um, you know, I would be sorely disappointed because I think he's dynamite and I'd love to see where he goes from here. But that's my two cents on the Arizona situation that just hit. Now then, week 18 finished up in Lambeau Field and the question is, is Aaron Rodgers finished up in Lambeau Field? How about that? I can't, what a season. What a wild Ass season for the Green Bay Packers as they just kept struggling. They were on that struggle bus from jump. And Christian Watson went from catching nothing to catching everything. Okay, and those rookie young receivers went from being without a clue to having the clue phone right there in their back pocket picking it up. And the running game was stout occasionally not used enough. And then you heard during the broadcast last night, A.J. Dillon and and Aaron Jones didn't miss a game. They played. The offensive line was intact by the end, and so was the Packers' season. Four and eight to eight and eight. And a winning in scenario. Not just any winning in scenario, but 
a fourth quarter lead. The Packers took the win and in scenario to the fourth quarter with a three point lead. Problem for them is they just weren't good enough. At the end of the day, too many mistakes, the same mistakes that put them in a four and eight hole came and reared its ugly head in the fourth quarter from everything. Rodgers not being perfect like an MVP the two years before. The receivers not being on the same page. Dumb ass mistakes from young players. I mean, what was that? From Quay Walker shoving a member of the training staff. And I mean, Chris Collinsworth was on it of all the weeks that you would shove a member of an NFL medical trainer, training staff, who's going to see a player on the ground. What are you doing? So just, he, I, I know he grabbed you to get out, but to, for you to get out of the way, but of all the weeks, you don't think that medical training staff is going to be on the alert of anybody down on the ground? If this week didn't prove to you that you have no idea who's on the ground, how much of an emergency situation it might be, despite the first blush replay or reaction of all the times. And it's the second time he's he's touched a, a member the of... The second time it's uh, happened. This year. Yeah. And so, of course, the league's going to be chiming in, stopping the game, saying, get him out of there and let him be alone with his own thoughts. Mason Crosby has been terrific. You know, hit the, it's a bad luck hit, too. Like, he hit the upright and it bounced out. It all came home to roost. And on top of it, you got to give it up. They were taking on a better... Team, and I say that of the Detroit Lions, you have to say that. And I knew it. We knew it. You knew it. NFL knew it. NBC knew it. When they put the Lions in this game, that the Lions could be eliminated by the time they kicked off because the Seahawks were taking on the Rams. And, of course, that game went to overtime, and that was wild. Seattle did prevail. A lot of terrible calls by the refs, in my opinion, in that game. But place that aside for the moment. That you knew, everybody knew the Lions could be eliminated. But everybody who felt that knew that Dan Campbell and the Lions would play their asses off anyway. And they did. Jamal Williams scored twice. Aiden Hutchinson sacked Rodgers twice. That kid, uh, rookie cornerback, I'm sorry, I didn't write it down in front of me right there. Who's uh, Joseph. Yeah, he's, he is, he, 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 he's picked off Rodgers, first, first individual to pick off Rodgers three times the same regular season, and he had a fourth call back due to a holding penalty. Kirby Joseph. Kirby Joseph. My apologies to that young man who deserves for me to know him off the top of my head. I got 15 million things going on in my skull right now. Long story short, the Lions were a better team, and they were great to watch so much fun Lions fans have so much to root for and then of course just the chef's kiss for Lions fans who have gotten their brains beaten in by this guy Aaron Rodgers it looks like Rodgers is thinking about not playing anymore the NBC cameras had Rodgers uh, in their sights and the microphones were right there with Jamison Williams bless him the rookie goes up to him the wide receiver goes up to Aaron Rodgers asks for his jersey And he goes, I'm going to keep this one. 
I'm going to hold on to this well, one. That's, that's what he said. I'm going to hold on to this one. Everyone And, and Tariko heard that, heard right away. He goes, well, that's something. Because now, and this is going to happen if you get what you want next Monday night and the Cowboys finish up Brady and the Bucks and make him a one and done and then he strolls off that field. Camera's going to be on him and Mike's going to be on him. And, you know, Brady's been around the block and he just, he knows what the national conversation is right now about Rodgers because there was an off mic comment picked up by a hot mic that we're all like, okay, why are you holding on to that one? What's the point? Because, <laughs> you know, it's the only one you've held on to all year? Or, wait a minute, this could be your last game in Lambeau Field. If this has any sort of sentimental value to you, and he is Mr live in the moment and he's taken in the moment you could see the moment was look up you know give his usual i love you symbol and get out and put your arms around randall cobb your best friend for so many years and tell an nbc camera get the hell out of here so i can walk up the tunnel in peace and have a private moment that maybe there's something about this and look it kind of makes sense age 39 if he doesn't want to play anymore. This is what Aaron Rodgers had to say after the, after the game. Where do you stand on what you want to do next year? I mean, it's a little raw right now. You know, it's just a little bit after the game. So I uh, want to take the emotion out of it and have the conversations and see where the organization's at and see how I feel after some time has passed. Is there any sort of timetable with that or like a date where you want to make your decision by? Or? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to hold them hostage. Uh, you know, I understand, uh, you know, we're still in January here. March is for agency, so um, just need some time to, uh, like I said, get the emotion out of it and then um, figure out what's best. Is there, do you think, is the decision all yours, you think, or? No, I don't think so. I think there's got to be mutual uh, on both sides. So you could, because your contract, obviously, you got the guarantee. So if they wanted to move on or at least were open to it, would you be open to that too, or? To what? To going to a different team? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't like saying never, but um uh, Got to see how I'm feeling first uh, once the emotion's out of it and then have the right conversations and see uh, see what the best direction is. Now, look, um, I, I kind of think I'm an expert at this. What's the this that I'm referring to? Um, this is going to be coming up this fall, the 20th anniversary of NFL Network. It's around the corner. So out of the soon-to-be 20 years that I've done the gig with NFL Network, the subject matters that I've probably talked about the most over the 20 years, um, over and over and over and over again. Um, number three would probably, if I'd have a top three, uh, number three would be anything Big Ben said. <laughs> okay, I'm parsing that. Um, or anything Big Ben did. Um, uh, number two, number two would be um, anything Terrell Owens said or did. Okay. Um, Still, I mean, these guys have been out. I mean, Teal's been out of the game. But number number one would be wondering what the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers was going to do in his offseason. That would be it. And just to show you just how bat guano 
insane Favre and his decision-making was, is you just heard Roger say, I'm not going to hold him up. I'm not going to hold him hostage. He's aware of when the free agency period is and everything like that. Favre once said, I'm done, and then said, when they, after they turned to Rogers, I'm back. I think I'm staying. And I even heard the story, screw it, it's years ago, maybe that Ted Thompson apparently went down to Favre's spot in Mississippi, I heard this story. Just going to throw it out there. Favre thought it was for them to say, hey, we do want you to come back. And it was for Thompson to offer him to send his actual locker to him if he wanted it for his keepsake. Like, we'll take your actual locker out and give it to you. Like, and Favre's like, what? I thought you were coming to tell me I was coming back. <laughs> That's how insane <laughs> that is. So just how, if you think this is dramatic, it ain't. Green Bay is going to be like, this is, <laughs> those days are, are holding the beer still. <laughs> so, look, it just really is, what, what does he want to do? Does he like still living there? Does he like, you know, is Bakhtiari coming back? Is, is, are his buddies coming back? Does he like $60 million in cash? Well, now there's a good one. <laughs> it was asked that of him because it is exactly like 59 and change yeah. that he would yeah. be turning down if he if he's just retires. Right. Cutting him is not an option. They, they not kind an option. Of, well, it's not an option because he's still a dynamite quarterback. Uh, 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 like to cut though, Chris. To cut? No, they can't cut him because of the the dead cap. Well, would be they, like they set they, they they set that. It's actually ninety nine million bucks yeah. for next year if they cut him. This dead dead hit on that. He the, he he didn't want to be cut, like he thought he might be back in the you know early Jordan Love days. Here's what he had to say about turning on the money. I mean to be crass asking you this, but here we go. Um, <laughs> could you really walk away from that from that contract? I mean, that's an enormous amount of money, and you guaranteed it. I was, I'm assuming, for a reason. It has to work to be guaranteed for a reason. Yes. Money is energy, and uh, I have made a ton of it, and I'm very thankful for this organization, uh, the generational wealth that they've uh, offered me. Hopefully, feel like that I've earned a lot of it, but yeah, for sure, I, I can definitely walk away from that. Okay, hmm. more power to him, man. Uh, Ron Burgundy, Jeff. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is this: is it? It was in his brain for him to say, "I'm holding on to this jersey." And for like, does would he expect? A rookie receiver from yeah. the other team to ask him for his jersey after they just lost like that and his season's like, what over. Are the, what are the chances, honestly, uh, I mean, that he didn't know who Jamison Williams? Uh, was? I think he might. I think he would. Well, if you listen, but, if you but, listen but to, but the, it's to, or that's the first time he's ever met him in right. person. And he's like, bro, I'm not giving you my jersey. But if you I, never I know. know you. Could, they could both have the same agent. And they worked out you like you mean? never like, know with I guys anymore. But if you listen to the audio though. You can hear Jamison Williams go very high pitch and go, but you said. Like and then oh, it, it cuts be, off. So it, it seems oh, to know. me like maybe they already talked about it. How about and then this? he was like, "No, you can't have it." How about this? Look, he's incredibly mindful in the moment of that for a reason. He's been thinking about it. Something's going on, or something's in his head, or something he's thinking about, or something is there. There's the iceberg. Him holding on to the jersey is just the tip of it. We don't know how deep the iceberg is, or it could be surmounted, or whatever. And he says he's not going to hold the team up. Fine. So then we'll just sit back and wait and watch the playoffs in the meantime. How about that? Let the guy have his minute. 
But that was a remarkable moment right there. <laughs> Rookie's like, can I have your jersey? He's like, no, I'm going to hold on to it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> As they're eliminated. As they're eliminated. And the Seahawks are the seventh seed. We'll talk about that. Let's take a break. <laughs> when we come back... Your Cowboys. Let's get to we it. We can man. skip that. If no, you want. no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I'm go. sure. And then there's you. 844 number Oh, by the way, we've got Chris Long coming up. Blake Corum of the University of Michigan is going to call in an hour three and give us his decision about whether he's going pro or coming back to Michigan. All right. While the coach could go pro or come back to Michigan, too. <laughs> LeBron got nothing on this decision. That's right. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. The Rich Eisen Show Radio Network, powered by Granger, with supplies and solutions for everyday industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. 82 moves he's made in fantasy. I by have the way. this morning. <laughs> the, by um, the way, TJ, you broke like a seven game losing streak. I know. Congrats. You guys oh, by I the start way, to pay attention. By the way, I should make an 83rd move because the, those numbers would match my record eight and three. Oh, oh boy. Oh, I should oh, make that 83rd move. Oh, my God. You know how much I was eight like rooting three. for you when it came to Michigan oh. and Ohio State? That's, I am completely the oh, opposite. Well, hold on to that or be there to hug me, hug it out with me because Blake right. Corum That's true, is yeah. on the top of our number three to tell me if he oh, tell has the world. Wrote, to tell the world if he's coming back to the Michigan Wolverines Adam, next fall together or he goes pro like potentially his head coach will. Rich. 
I appreciate the fact that he chose you and not Jim Gray for this decision, Rich. Oh, appreciate it. It's Rich against the world. Rich, are you going to wait 15 minutes and then like have him announce it at the very end? 58 minutes. Actually, we're moving the third hour of the show to Connecticut. (laughs) To a gymnasium. I've already told the young men of the Boys and Girls Club there to be at the ready. They got to give me all 60 minutes, though. Of course. That's mandatory. Um, No, we'll, we'll get to it. So during the break, um, I just couldn't resist Making on occasion, and I appreciate Mike Hoskins, uh, our coordinating producer, our stellar CP of this program, for taking in my video and posting it, because Rich Eisen Show digital producer, Sean Mitchell, who's expert at his job as well, uh, he was several times on Zoom. He, he was looking at the, uh, the pyramids of Egypt. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a, mar- uh, a modern, you know, day miracle when you look back at the age-old miracle. It really is, right? Yeah. One of the world. You know, you know, it's also one of the world. Uh, watch the Dallas Cowboys play football. It's wondrous. Oh, that is amazing. The reason why I bring this really all is. up is because after the Thursday night game in which they struggled before putting their foot in the ground and turning away Joshua Dobbs' hopes to beat them in his first career start, having just joined the team after a week without having Derrick Henry or Jeffrey Simmons on the defensive side of the ball and so many others resting them because the Titans had a win-and-in scenario regardless of the Thursday night result in Week 17. That was a Week 18 game they were preparing for against the Jaguars, and what a great game that was Saturday night to watch. But hey, um, I felt the need to put out a video and pop it on the YouTube page, and my my essential... um, message was this team is way too inconsistent they're unpredictable that they should beat teams that they struggle against like the texans and the afc south right i mean don't forget before they popped 33 in the fourth quarter on the colts it was 21 19 going to the fourth quarter that game and rayshon jenkins pick six them and he had that big sack force fumble to save the day on Saturday night. He's balling out. And then they almost lost the Texans at home, and they almost lost the Titans. And I'm like, what is going on? This team is way too talented to keep playing down to their level of competition. And I got responses of like, well, why don't you say that about the Eagles? Well, because they had their backup quarterback in for two weeks. Hmm, That sounds familiar. And they were also banged up. And I gave your Cowboys the props that they deserved and said the entire time that Cooper Rush was keeping the ship not only afloat, but right down the center of the playoff canal. And his stint as quarterback is what's keeping them in the playoffs, pretty much. Because if he didn't perform very well, Cooper Rush, they might have gotten got. They might have been part of this 9-8. and eight trio of teams that were involved in that seventh seed but be that as it may they're the five seed but going into these playoffs with that performance yesterday they they looked completely disinterested terrible they looked completely out of it trash and i am not gonna sit here and say that's mike mccarthy's fault i am not Going to say that. I am not going to say, say that. that either. Mike McCarthy he didn't said muff a he made a decision. I'm going to play my guys. Now, you could sit here and say that wasn't a great decision. 
or you're going to potentially get them injured. But the Cowboys have constantly done that. I don't know if that comes from the Jerry Jones top or what. Don't you remember Jason Garrett threw DeMarco Murray in a game where he had his hand surgically repaired and he ran it like 90 times, I think against the Jaguars once. It was really – and you're sitting there, what are you doing? So I'm kind of used to that with the Dallas Cowboys. But he put him in there, and he put him in there. Another reason why maybe is because you're not – this is when – maybe it's old school stuff. But Dallas, Washington, when we grew up, I mean, it was literally Cowboys and Indians. Okay? And so, well, figuratively, I think you get my point. But now it's Cowboys and Commanders. But when you go in an air stadium, and they just, you know – are still cleaning up the bed from the previous week against the Browns. I mean, it's tougher to imagine a tougher week for the Commanders than, all right, we're going to start Carson Wentz instead of the guy that the team completely rallied around all year long and gave us a shot at the playoffs. We're going to bench that guy and put Carson Wentz back in because he had a really good second half against San Francisco. And we're going to just totally forget what Carson Wentz did previous in that year, (laughs) uh, this year, or anywhere else over the last four or five years. We're just going to go do that. And then the coach is going to be like, what do you mean we could be eliminated? Really? And then we're, uh, oh, on that day, on that day, we're going to unveil a new mascot that the, uh, uh, that's a hog that the original hogs may still sue us over. Like, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> and get eliminated anyway from the playoffs. And then go ahead and announce we're starting our rookie. It's tougher to imagine a tougher week for the home team. You should go in and beat the you-know-what out of them and say, we're going into the playoffs with the Dallas Cowboys, and here we come, Tom Brady. Or here we come, two seed or one seed. And after a while, we'll look at the scoreboard and realize that's it. But we're playing for pride. You saw what the Lions did last night. They had nothing to play for. The Dallas Cowboys had everything to show. Now, can they go ahead and flip a switch and go on a Super Bowl run? Absolutely, they can. There's what? no question they can. What gives you... <laughs> but they can. What makes you think that they can do that? Because it's football, and these things are... Crazier things can happen. Like, the best team potentially coming in with the largest head of steam in in the entire NFC is quarterbacked by the guy who got picked last in last year's draft. Look, based upon what I saw, not to interrupt you... No, good. I get it. That You're was, the Cowboy fan. I, I know. You know, I don't dislike very many things more than I dislike the NFC East. To show up like that against the Washington no football. No show. To no show. That was, that was, I can't even say what I want to say without Dad. getting beat here. But like, no, this team is just, hey, they are who we think they are. Let's put it need, that way. What do you need to win a playoff game? You need to go on the road, and what Warren Sapp would always say, you need to pack your defense, and you need to go ahead and give your offense a chance to win it. Pack your defense. Give your Defense doesn't win championships anymore. They give you a chance. And what they can do is give you that chance. They've got playmakers all over the lot, and they got playmakers all over the lot on offense. And for some reason, and you could blame it on the coach that way too, but yesterday McCarthy's like, you go play. Go ahead. Let's go. And they were just like totally disinterested. Yeah. And if they do that again in a playoff game against Tom Brady, they will be one and done. And and then I think the coach will take the blame for it. That's it. They will. And and certainly if they love Dan Quinn so much there and the Broncos are knocking on the door for him again, 
This decision could be made literally a week from tomorrow, a week from Tuesday. If they show up and just get totally curb stomped by Tom Brady in the same way that, wait for it, Sam Howell just did. And he's got some ability. That one throw that he threw to Terry McLaurin, I mean, and then he could run it into. Good for the commanders. They should have turned him sooner, maybe. I don't know. Or, they, or if the, if you didn't like Heineke, give it to the kid. Yeah, they I mean, that's kind of crazy. Went. That's 2020 hindsight. Yeah. They should have stuck with Heineke. Yeah. But I'm glad they went with Howell. Good. What a great way to finish. You know who did that once upon a time? I'll throw it out there. I know it's not the same thing. Didn't the uh, Chiefs one day just say, you know, we'll give a little beak wedding to our uh, <laughs> our kid, you know, in week seven, week 17 at the time on the yeah, road? This is at home. And that changes everything. All right. Look, that was so wildly disappointing and consistent with their total inconsistency. And the only thing you can hang your cowboy hat on, Cowboys fans, is that for some reason this team seems to only respond when it's like, okay, Cowboys, it's a major test. Okay, Cowboys, it's time for you to show us against a team that we know can beat you. They respond to that. They respond to that. More often than not, well, guess what? It's one and done time now, and they're going to spend all week long hearing stuff like this. We'll see how they respond. Because Tom Brady versus Dallas, that I'm telling you, being a former ESPNer, biggest game they've ever had in any sport. Like, I, whatever you want to say about Duke, Carolina, or whatever games oh, that man. they've had, whatever games that ESPN has shown on its air, nothing is bigger than the Dallas Cowboys in 2023, calendar year, coming off the year that they have and the hopes that they have and the team that they have and Jerry Jones putting all of those hopes in this team that they are putting on the field against Tom Brady in Tampa and what could be his last game there or his last game ever or or his last run ever on Monday night with Joe and Troy in the booth. This is the biggest setup for ESPN they've ever had. It's going to do like 40 million. It's going to be this team's going to break it. Awful yesterday. Well, guess what? Both well, of them were terrible. Well, like, Brady, well, Brady was great in his three well, they drives. Him. They pulled him. So, I mean, he played awesome. And did you see the look there. on his face? He's kind of like, I'm not used to this. What? Uh. Bill never did this. Bill made ground me into the dust in yeah. week 17 back in the day. All right. I don't. Are you going to pick? You're picking the Bucks, right? Of course. <laughs> I'll tell you now. <laughs> I'll tell game day morning now, of course. Give me the lone wolf hat with Tom Brady at home. Dallas coming in? I would doubt that you're the lone wolf on Cowboys that. are three-point favorites. Well, I mean, I mean, obviously, you're going you to There's going to be a lone wolf, and it won't be you, I don't Cowboys think. Cowboys are favored. Good. <laughs> Take a break. Come back. We'll talk about the team that played their starters, and it's a different scenario there. And this team also had nothing to play for, locked into the five seed. The Los Angeles Chargers. What was up with that? 844-204-RICH. More of your phone calls as well when we come back. Chris Long on the other side of that. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or... 
your partners. Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Get the New York market and everything yeah. back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Uh, all rise. He's first in, first up. Usually is on a Monday, our friend Terzo in Terzo. Iowa. What's going on, Terzo? Hey, what's up, guys? Terzo. Hey, Rich, I got a couple things for you. The first first being, I thought you guys handled uh, Hamlin last week just so well. You guys did a great job. The stories that you and TJ shared, I really want to thank you for that. I know some of those are kind of hard to to put out there, but you guys did a great job. So I just want to commend you for that first. Appreciate you saying that. We wish the, uh, we didn't have to do it, but uh, what else you got on your mind, Terzo? Well, I'm I'm happy that my Niners went uh, 13 and four kind of uh, made that crazy prediction. Just hoping to get that uh, better call Saul mug from you, but that didn't work. (laughs) Okay. I'd take it, take a crazy wild bet to try and get that from you. But coming into these playoffs right now, this Niners team, they're dangerous. This defense, so good, and I've talked about it over and over each week. And Brock Purdy just looks unflappable right now. And how, how about this one, Terzo? Pretty fun to watch. How about this one, Elijah Mitchell coming back just in time, too? I mean, oh, I mean it, it, that, is, that is so big. I mean, they are so loaded. Debo comes back in time. He's fine. You're going to get him going. And then Elijah Mitchell comes back, and he's the guy that spells McCaffrey who can then also create a matchup nightmare. Uh, and Kittle and Purdy seem to be locked in together. Like, that's well, and that's, that's, that's amazing. Fun, that's, a fun, that's the fun part being here in Iowa because then we get the Iowa-Iowa State connection oh, right there, and I, it kind of bridges that gap between those few schools. So, that's you know, that's one of those fun parts. And sorry, TJ, that uh, – I ended up taking you down, and the Niners ended up having one more victory than the Cowboys. There you I mean, go. That's you're okay. not sorry, but I appreciate you're you saying that. Yeah, Thanks for the call, Terzo. Thanks for the call. <laughs> there we go. Question. Yes, sir. So, Kyle Shanahan said that there's a chance Jimmy G ready for no. NFC title game Great. or Super Bowl. Great. If you get no. there, do you play him? No. Is he better than Josh Johnson as the backup if you need him? He's... Probably as good as Brock Purdy. Correct. So 
So why don't you go back to your starter? Because it's all working hot hand. Don't change a thing. And if Purdy goes down, you got Jimmy G. This it's he said. Let's talk this. I know it's been a wild season. A wild like seventy quarterback season. A wild, unpredictable season that we know sitting here, any of the fourteen that make it can win it. Mm. Obviously, some stop it. Stop it. Twelve can stop win. it. I think, Come on, well, eleven. Stop it. Stop it. Miami can't win without Tua. Well, I, I mean. which is how crazy would it be that they that Tua comes back and maybe goes on a run? I, I honestly, you can't predict anything. That's true. You I can predict Dallas isn't winning the Super predict Bowl. Predict stop, it. stop, stop. It's an unpredictable league. Again, the guy two seats to my left is a perfect example of that. Every single Sunday, that's Kurt Warner. Oh. All right. So, but, but just think about this. Think about this. The San Francisco 49ers, everybody knew Jimmy G was done. He said goodbye after the NFC Championship game loss just up the road here in SoFi. Yeah. He said goodbye. And then got shoulder surgery. And then the team confirms it's Trey Lance's gig. They give it to him. It's his job. And because Garoppolo gets shoulder surgery, he can't be traded. So he's still around by the time training camp hits. In between the time Lance gets the job and training camp hits, they go ahead and just use, who knows, why not, the last pick in the draft on a kid named Brock Purdy, who we hardly talked about at the Combine to the point where Daniel Jeremiah, when I asked him, what was your evaluation of him? He had to say, I got to check my notes. And I'm like, he was at the Combine, right? And he goes, again, I got to check my notes. That guy gets drafted. (laughs) And Garoppolo is still around in training camp to the point where the coach says, hey, we have him listed on the depth chart just because we have to. He doesn't have a playbook. (laughs) Admittedly, we're trying to get him out of here into a place that he's happy, and it's Trey Lance's job. Everybody back off. It's Lance's job. And then by the end of training camp, they're like, we still have Jimmy G here. He hasn't gone anywhere yet. Maybe we could see if he sticks around because we can't go into the season with Trey Lance in his first full year as a starter with the kid we drafted last in the draft as the backup, can we? Of course not. Let's see if Jimmy will stay. We could strike a deal with him. Jimmy does, in fact, say, I'm interested. They strike a deal. He stays. And look who's in the game in week two for the 49ers because Lance goes off on a cart. It's Jimmy G, who not only comes in and performs well, although loses to Russell Wilson and the Broncos on a Sunday night. One of those games that you look back on going, really? Yes, that happened. And not only does he play well, he's got them on a Super Bowl track. Yeah. And then he gets carted off, and in comes Brock Purdy, who, yes, my son was first on it when he started winning a couple games in a row as starter. <laughs> Coop says to me, as the lights are off and we're just chit-chatting before he drifts off going to sleep, Dad, can he win Offensive Rookie of the Year? Possibly. Who else could it be? Because Purdy is not only winning, he's playing really, really well. He's distributing. He's not making mistakes. He's finding Kittle in a way that even Jimmy G was not. So, yeah, Purdy is, in fact, 
taking this team to the playoffs, and he is going to command this ship. And if Jimmy G does return, he is a much better option as the backup than Josh Johnson. And that's the same Mad Lib that we used in training camp. (laughs) It's just Purdy is the proper name instead of Trey Lance. And Jimmy G is the proper name instead of Brock Purdy. Where, yeah, Jimmy G is the backup because we can't go into the playoffs with Josh Johnson backing up Purdy, can we, if Jimmy G's still there? Wild. Can't make it up. And I believe the Niners are the proverbial team you don't want to face in the playoffs for a second year in a row. And we saw they damn near took that moniker and mantle to the Super Bowl last year. And very well could this year. So that's my answer to your question. If Jimmy G's available, absolutely suit him up. Put him in that room. Get him ready to go. Put the earbud in his ear and say, Jimmy, thanks for being here. This was your original role anyway. It's just not Trey Lance. It's Brock Purdy. And what the Niners do at quarterback for 2023, we can table that for the moment. But that's going to be a dynamite conversation because... (laughs) Tom Brady could be in that mix too. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. But who has Brock Purdy beat? I mean, oh, okay. We could do that. We could do that. We could do that. We could play that game. Absolutely, we could play that game. You can. And the answer to the question is who is Brock Purdy beaten? Everybody. Team that's been placed in front of him. And the fact that we can say he's beaten every team and not, well, he did this, he was up and he was down, and this is a question mark. Zero question marks other than what will he do when the playoff pressure hits. We don't have an answer to that, but the track record shows they are good in that hood. Oh, yes. I can't wait. I just fired myself up and blew off the conversation I want to have about the Chargers. Thankfully, we have two more <laughs> hours to go. Chris Long, will ask him what he thought about the Chargers playing all their guys and losing and getting a couple of them, as it appears, hurt in the process. We'll ask him about the Cowboys, what he thought of Aaron Rodgers' comment of, I'm hanging on to this jersey. That's coming up over Reaction Monday. And Blake Corum with his decision for 2023. Coming up. I just fired myself up. I don't know about you folks. <laughs> what a wild story that is. I thought about that. It's, it's crazy. It's like, okay, they're getting rid of Jimmy G for Trey Lance. Yeah, they are. Well, he was still around. So we could keep him to back up Trey Lance, right? Remember that conversation we had that for two weeks in training camp saying, does this a vote of no confidence in Trey Lance? It's got to be. And then... Lance loses to the Bears, who, by the way, won two of their first three. I know. And then lost 13 of their final 14. I have a super hot take for the Bears for overreaction. Okay. That they're going (laughs) to win the division next year? No, just wait. Okay. So that's overreaction Monday? Overreaction Monday, hot take. Okay. What if Brock Purdy is just like, meh, but these Niners still win? Then you go to Jimmy G? Oh, well, then... That's for that's for another day. Or do you go? I mean, Tom Brady is going to be a free agent. Tom Brady is going to be a free agent. And if any team that was like, we have plans at quarterback, and then we're like, okay, we'll change those plans at quarterback. So what? You let you Jimmy, need you, you let Jimmy team. walk and Lance as a backup? 
for Brady. Yeah. And he learns in Brady's draft room. Right. And you turn him into Jordan Love. And you've got a trophy in the case despite giving up all those first-round draft picks for Lance that you're now done giving up? No, they don't win the Super Bowl, but. Um, possibly. And you trade Purdy? I don't know. This is great. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we're out of time for the first hour. <laughs>